I'd like to call the um, city council meeting to order January 18th, 2024, 501 Main Street, 5.30 p.m. Can we stand for the Pledge of Allegiance? I pledge allegiance to the, to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Can I have a roll call? Crenshaw? Here. Walker? Here. Garcia? Here. Altman? Here. Dade? Here. Andrews? Here. Tillman? Here. Bryant? Here. Greenwald? Here. All present. Item number four, Mayor's Correspondence. Um, I'd like to start with... Um, this weekend is um, Eagle Days through tour, from the tourism in Keokuk here. On Saturday, it is 9 to 5 p.m. at First Christian Church at 3476 Main Street. And Sunday, January 21st, 2020, is Binoculars and Breakfast at the Southside Boat Club, and that is 625 Mississippi River Drive. And it starts at 8 and finishes at noon. And if you haven't ever been or if you have been, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing for our community. You'll love it. A um, lot of knowledge, but a lot of fun. And make sure you take your kids and um, look all around town and up and down the Mississippi River at the Eagles. Then I um, was asked to read this from the um, Parks Foundation. The City of Keokuk and the Parks Foundation are participating in a 2023 community visioning program. Together with Trees Forever and Iowa State University, this program aims to create a transportation enhancement plan and identify the strategies needed to implement, implement the plan, which will reflect the ideals and visions of our community. To achieve this goal, a diverse team is needed to help identify solutions to transportation needs. Citizens' input is important part of this process, and your ideas about community design and enhancement are valuable to the City of Keokuk's Visioning Committee. This is your chance to have your voice heard. The next planning session is for adults in the community and will be between 9 a.m. and noon on Saturday, March 23rd, 2024, at the Keokuk Public Library Round Room in one-hour sessions. To sign up, visit www.communityvisioning.org slash Keokuk or scroll down to, and then scroll down to public input or phone Annette Peevler at Keokuk City Hall, 319-524-2050, um, extension 2203. All encouraged to, all are encouraged to sign up and be a part of this exciting opportunity. Um, I'd like to send a shout out to the street department and all that are helping them. What a great, um, job you've done with our streets. Um, keep up the good work. I know it's, um, frustrating to everybody and I know that um, there's a lot of snow out of there and you know what we all just got to be happy and keep going and um, with that being said I hope everybody stays safe and warm okay we're going to item number five and it is citizens request and in citizens request um, you have to come to the um, podium state your name and your um, address and please, um, not more than five minutes so we can move along. If there's more than one person here that wants to talk about the same item or the same thing, please um, make sure it's not a bunch of repetitive things. But um, if you're here for citizens' request, um, please come forward. 
my name is James Rauner, uh, 1415 High Street. And uh, I'd like to back you up on commending the city, the public, the street department for the streets. That being said, what is the city's ordinance about the sidewalks? Was to be um, cleaned within 24 hours after the snow stops. Okay, has anybody in the city went around and looked at the sidewalks in the city? Um, in addition to the transitions from the ones that have been cleared to the streets, because after the snow plows plow the streets, they pile them up and the, the people responsible for the sidewalks are we, not clearing we, the transitions. Yeah. She, I mean, there's no way that one individual is going to um, regulate all this, these sidewalks in the city to be cleaned. Um, she does try to hit Main Street, um, school, you know, where schools, children will be walking, bus stops. Um, those are a, a lot of the things, a lot of them are complaint-based. Um, but there's a lot, you know, at this point, I, you know, the sidewalk at this point, there's so much ice underneath them. Um, that I'm not even sure it'd be safe to, they, they should have been removed, um, you know, right after it had snowed before, of course, it I, froze. I, I talked to, I talked to one property owner, uh, business on Main Street and they'd cleared their Main Street side, side, Main Street sidewalk, but they refused to pl to clear the numbered side sidewalk, South Ninth Street. And I inquired why. He's like, well, if I clear it, then I have to salt it. And I don't feel like buying salt for that part of the sidewalk. And that's his response. And he gets no no repercussions for that answer. He just leaves it unplowed. So was and that stated? I'm sorry, was that stated to a city official or was that? I'm bringing it up, dressing it right now, because I just discussed okay. that with him yesterday. Okay. Well, um, if you'll just give us a call tomorrow um, and we will um, go out and take a look at it. So, And also... Uh, about what about snow removal about around fire hydrants? There's a bunch of fire hydrants in town that are completely blocked and covered, including the one right outside your office, right there in the corner. You can't get to the fire hydrant. That would be something I would need to discuss with the fire department. Um, we'll take a look at that also. Okay. Thank you. I'm gonna try to leave before I'm not holding carpet anymore. Thanks, James. <laughs> Do I have anybody else here for a citizen's request? My name's Scott Fry. I live at 1701 Parkview Heights. I also own property at the corner of 13th and Concert, 1222 Concert, the exact address. I was contacted uh, by the city that uh, there was snow on my sidewalks there and they were worried about school kids walking through it. And at that time, uh, two and a half blocks before you get to Washington School or uh, George Washington School, I'm five blocks away. No sidewalk on either side of the street's been touched. Today, they still haven't been touched. I have not touched mine. I'm just being honest. There are sidewalks all over town. Like I said, Pam, not one person's not going to be able to handle this. And I really think that ordinance needs to be amended somehow in some way so that it's fair to everybody, homeowners, uh, people that are on a vacation. Uh, there's a lot of things that need to be taken into consideration on that ordinance. And just like that gentleman there that just left, 
I'm going to say 75% of the intersections, he couldn't get that uh, chair through the through the snow at the intersections. Even if the sidewalks were cleared, the crosswalk isn't. And he couldn't get through a lot of them. Cross the street would be an ideal situation to look at. There's no way he could cross that over there to get to the sidewalks. You know, I, I mean, I'm not going to disagree with you, but I also think that we all should do our best to get out and get them cleaned while you can get them cleaned before they get froze. Um, I mean, that's just being neighborly and for the neighbor kids. And I mean, don't worry about someone else's property. Take care of yours. I agree. And, you know, move on and we'll do our best to take well, care of them. It brought to me that because it was uh, school kids, they, they were worried about school kids walking around. I bet each one of us has walked to school through a lot more snow than what we just got. I'll bet each one of us have. And it didn't hurt us a bit, did it? I think it's something to take into consideration. And then just like in Fort Madison, they use the odd even side of the street. It seems like it works pretty good up there. It saves them a lot of time and money if you ask the government officials up there. And I just wonder if we'd ever consider to, to implement that down here. I know it's on the books for a snow emergency route. And I've got a guy that works for me that lives right on the corner. So he's he's got a double-edged sword. One side of his house is even and odd, and the other side's the opposite. So he's he's moving his vehicles all the time. But it's clear on both sides of the street up there at his house, too. Looks like to me if I was a plow driver, I'd a lot rather clean one side and then go back and clean the other. And then the last issue I got is I don't know what the city's plan is for the city administrator. But I know Dorothy Cackley asked to be on that committee, and I'd be highly uh, optimistic if I didn't say she'd be a good candidate from the city to be on that committee. I hope she's really uh, thought about being on that committee because I think she'd be very advantageous. Okay. Thanks. Thank you very much. Anybody else for um, citizens' requests? We'll move on to um, item number six, consent agenda. Minutes of the regular city council meeting and council workshop of January 4th, 2024. Cash receipts and treasurer's report for December 2023. Resolution approving a liquor license for Sweet Sally's, 707 Main Street, Class C retail alcohol license with outdoor service, effective January 24th, 2024, pending application. I need a motion to pay and motion to pay the bills and transfers listed in registers number 5383 five, through 5385. I need a motion to approve the agenda, including the consent agenda. So move. Second. <clears throat> Any discussion? All those in favor say aye. Aye. All opposed? Motion passes. Item number seven, consider resolution to vacate and dispose of a platted, unapproved portion of H Street between blocks 72 and 73 and the alley in block 72, Mason's Lower Edition City of Keokuk, Lee County, Iowa. Do I have a motion to approve? Second. Any more discussion? I, I do have a, can we start discussing the topic now or? We have to vote first to take it off the table. Okay. So um, all those in favor say aye. Aye. 
All opposed? Is removed. Now, do we have, do we need any more discussion on it? I um, was asked by uh, Dorothy Cackley to act as proxy to read this. So um, I think most of it, it's gonna be for you, Brian. Um, why not use K Street where there are no occupied homes? There is a single home, but they also use J Street access. K Street is used more by persons who use the Missouri Avenue to access 7th Street. The retaining wall at 7th and J Street necessitates a person creep past the stop sign to be able to view oncoming traffic coming up the hill on 7th Street. K Street would be safer for a slow-moving truck to be able to access 7th Street. That's part one. Okay, yep, here. Um, I guess I really don't have a super great answer on why we picked uh, J instead of K, but. Okay. And at this point, we do not have um, a um, contract or an agreement actually written up and signed um, by the Waterworks. Um, Mr. Bogner is here tonight. Um, he had some concerns about F Street when it was slick. Um, because that's such a steep um, hill. So um, maybe, Dave, if you want to um, address anything, and we can change the route. It's not something that we can't do. That was okay. just a suggestion. Hello, Dave Bogner, General Manager, Caleb Waterworks. Uh, as far as routing goes, I don't have a strong preference. The one concern I would have is what Pam referenced that um, What's the street? F Street. F Street. Right. F Street is steep and weather like we had last mm -hmm. week. It's going to be slick and icy. I don't think any of us wants a dump truck full of dirt going down a steep, icy road. So um, a little common sense. If we apply that, I think we can make any route work. So we can be very flexible as far as how we get in and out. We could still potentially use K Street. Okay. Yeah, that's not in the resolution. We're just vacating. Yeah. She asked me to read it. She couldn't be here tonight. And I do know one of the reasons it was tabled last meeting uh, was because there was questions about um, the city's plan for the roads with the truck traffic. Brian, I believe that you have put something together. If you could share with us what that is. Um, yeah. So I met with, with uh, Tom Beard, who's my street manager, and we came. So we're looking at in fiscal year 24-25 on re-chip sealing Missouri Avenue from F Street to I, basically along this route, so I'll just read them off. From Missouri Avenue from F to I, I Street from Missouri Avenue to Oak, Oak Street from I Street to J Street, and then J Street from Oak Street up to South 7th. And that, so we're gonna, we're gonna redo those out of our street repair budget, which there's plenty in there to do that. So we'll go out. We're going to plan on stabilizing with rolled-in millings, and then once that's completed, we'll come back out, um, rechip the road, and then seal it. Okay, thank you. That answered my question. Any more discussion? We have a motion on the table. Um, do I have a first? And a second? 
Any more discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 All opposed? Motion passes. Item number eight, consider resolution adding boards and commissions, appointments, reappointments, and res resignation to be approved on the consent agenda. Do I have a motion to approve? So moved. Second. Do I have any discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 All opposed? Motion passes. Item number nine, consider resolution approving a lease for freeze-dried USA. Do I have a motion to approve? So moved. Second. Any discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 All opposed? Motion passes. Item number 10, consider resolution authorizing the mayor to ex execute a one-year agreement with Klinger and Associates for engineering services at the North Landfill. Do I have a motion to approve? Second. Klinger and Associates has submitted an option of probable cost for the North Landfill for 2024. The services outlined are required by the current permit. The estimated cost is $11,000, which includes 2024 spring sampling and reports, 2024 fall samplings and reports, and 2024 gas monitoring. Do I have any more discussion? All those in favor say aye. Aye. All opposed? Motion passes. Item number 11, consider resolution designating depositories for the city monies and city funds not to exceed the sums indicated below per financial institution. Do I have a motion to approve? Any discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 All opposed? Motion passes. Item number 12, consider resolution designating the Daily Gate City as a newspaper of general circulation for publications of official notices. Do I have a motion to approve? So moved. Second. Do we have any discussion? All those, all those in favor say aye. 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 All opposed? Motion passes. Item number 13. Consider resolution making the safety deposit box rented in the name of the city of Keokuk accessible to the mayor, city administrator, and city clerk. Do I have a motion to approve? Second. Any discussion? Is that for the interim or for the, the person that we hire when you say city administrator? Well, we is it permanent? Yeah, permanent. For the permanent. So then if, if the interim is not included with that, then both the mayor and the city clerk would have to be present at all times for the safety deposit box then? Yes. I have a question though. Isn't this always based off of the individual person's name, not their title? Yes. Yes, because they have to sign when they act. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. I think it's important mm -hmm. that we have appropriate the, the actual stated name, just not the role. This is how we've always passed it historically? Okay. Usually we just always had to have the minutes state the actual names of the individuals, not just their roles. That's, I remember the bank. I don't know if that matters. 
Any more discussion? Will we have to revisit this and then include the person's name when they get hired? If that's what your if that's what the request is. Yes. yes. Well, the way the, this is worded, there's no names on it. So they just have to update the signature card at the bank. They wouldn't have to redo the resolution because it doesn't have names. It just has titles. Mm -hmm. Okay. Any more discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 All opposed? Item number 14, consider resolution approving agreement between the Warsaw Rural Fire Protection District and Warsaw, Warsaw, Illinois and the City of Keokuk, Iowa to provide mutual aid for significant emergencies under the Chapter 28E of the Code of Iowa 2023. Do I have a motion to approve? So moved. Second. Any discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 All opposed? Boards and commissions. Um, on boards and commissions this time we have um, City Planning Commission. Lawrence Barrett has um, agreed to serve on that and his um, term will be up on in June of 2029. And we have two resignations, Scott Porter from Board of Adjustment and Carol Smith from um, Planning Commission. Do I have a motion to approve? So move. Any discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 All opposed? Item number 16, Council Liaison Reports. Moving on. Item number 17, staff reports. Again, this is not really a report. Um, so I wanted to put on the agenda this week um, this community catalyst remediation grant for, um, we thought it was only going to be for one um, business. Um, we found out that both businesses could apply, one on the emergency catalyst and the other on the regular catalyst. Um, but I was not 100% sure uh, what the city's financial contribution would be. Um, so I did not go ahead and do a resolution for that. They can go ahead and apply for the pre-app with the state. Um, and then in turn, the state, if they like the application, will ask them to submit a, a full application. Um, so what I'm asking this evening is um, perhaps, if, you know, we got rid of the downtown um, urban renewal area. I believe the um, area is still in the urban renewal. It's just not considered the downtown urban renewal area. So I think we can still go ahead and do a five-year 90% as we have with other community, with the other buildings that have rehabbed. So if that's okay with the council, I'll go ahead and that would be around $50,000 probably, depending on what their building assesses at. That's kind of where we're at on a couple other um, 
rehabs that we've had with other building owners, it's around 50,000 for that five years. So if that's okay with you guys, um, I'll let them put that in their application um, just so they can go ahead and get it submitted by January 29th. When we've been awarded the Catalyst Grant in the past, what did we use for our um, the city match? The same? Yes, that would be. The, I just wanted to make sure. Yes, that would be the city financial contribution. You can actually use uh, building permit fees, um, dump fees. Mm -hmm. um, you can do the um, tax incentives. It has made that, a competitive. It has made a competitive it, grant it, in the past. Yes, you need okay. to be competitive to actually. Um, the city d does need to show some skin in the game to actually get a um, nod. I would support that. Thank you. Right, thank you. Um, the first four build out at the development center is complete. Uh, we did a walkthrough with the contractor, ROCAT, KDC, and city today. Um, it looks great. Um, there was really no issues. Uh, ROCAT will start moving furniture in on Monday. Um, we received 18th Street water main plans for review today. Um, road plans will be out. For review in the next couple of weeks we're looking to go to bid for the water in february and then for the road plans in the beginning of march i have just a couple of last minute things that have just happened over the last couple of days uh, one of them i knew about a little bit earlier and it hasn't happened yet but water pollution control will be purchasing a use ban for 11,300 and in accordance with our city's purchasing policy, I'm required to notify the council. So everybody's on notice tonight. Um, just a quick note, uh, the fire chief is ill and asked me to speak about the 2080 that you passed. If there's any questions, uh, it's always been a verbal agreement that was in place and they just solidified it by uh, the passage of that 2080 tonight. And it has never been a burden on our services. Um, one other thing that just took place over the last couple of days, I know a lot of people have put a, a lot of work into it. You can't hear me? She can't. Okay. I can. <laughs> so I know a lot of people have put a lot of work into this uh, Amjet repayment plan. And uh, yesterday we received our first check uh, for $10,000. And uh, yeah, I met with the uh, city attorney to review all the documents uh, today, and everything is in order. Uh, our city clerk already has a system in place, according to the advice we were given by uh, city attorney Dennis to track this. And there's also a guarantee in place um, to satisfy the, the balance should anything go awry with that. So I thought that was important and wanted everybody to know that. I don't know if anybody's noticed coming across the bridge from Illinois, but there is a uh, photo enforcement sign up. So we are uh, making progress on getting the signage up. Um, currently not being photo enforced, but just in case you see that sign, there's progress being made there. We have received the site plans um, for the uh, stationary uh, school zone uh, automated enforcement, which I've sent over to uh, Brian um, just so he can review it. Um, and we're making a little bit of progress on that. 
I do not have a time frame for completion. Item number 18 is new business, and we've already done all that. So we are at item number 19. I need a motion to adjourn. Second. All those in favor say aye. 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 All opposed. Take five minutes, everybody, and we'll come back and do the um, workshop. I'd like to start the uh, City Council workshop January 18th, 2024. Um, we only have one thing on the agenda, but we have five different people coming to talk. So um, we are going to start with hotel number one, hotel motel requests, and it looks like CARES is first. I can't hear you. Yeah, go ahead, say my name, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't y'all want to say my name? Deborah. <laughs> Put a little life in here, right? I'm not sure what we're supposed to do, so. You're just supposed to let us know um, how much money you are requesting and the reason for it. And why we know that we got a paper, but we always like to hear from you guys personally. Okay. You want all of us to talk or just one person? Yeah, one's fine. Okay. All right. So I'm Deborah Letcher with CARE. Uh, we're here tonight because we'd like to get $5,000 to help us with our Juneteenth celebration. And then we do a lot of awareness uh, to the city and the schools. Uh, we do a, a essay contest, which we give cash prizes to, but we'd like to. Um, we try to, to meet. Uh, the first one we'll do this year is a Black History. So we'll do that. And then we do Hispanic. We do the... Uh, Indonesia's and we also do the Asian, I think, and we'd like to do others, you know, but we need low, no cash, you know, to do that. So, and, uh, last year, I don't know if any of you were very familiar with the Juneteenth celebration. Uh, we did get a lot of participation. We did a week long celebration and it, for us, we were so happy with it. Very, very glad. And it went very well to us. Uh, this year, we will do a four-day celebration. We will start actually on the holiday, which is the 19th out of Wednesday. Uh, we'll repeat some of the stuff. Um, we'll do the parade again. Granted, we get permission. And then we'll also do the concert. Uh, we'll add, do the block party because it went good. We'll add a few things. Uh, we're going to do a chalk sidewalk contest. Um, and uh, the park, uh, we'll add a few things out there, hopefully. Our 5K run was just awesome for our very first time. Like I said, we were just very, very happy for what we could do. But, of course, you have to try to stay within what you could afford. So we like to expand it a little more than we did. It brought a lot of people to our community, which is inevitably what we want to do, you know, so to celebrate. So throughout the year, we do things like this Sunday will be our Martin Luther King celebration. Uh, it will be hosted at New Bethel at 4 p.m. Please feel free to come and enjoy. Um, we have a speaker, a young lady. She lives up in the Des Moines area, and she's originally from Uganda, Africa. So do come and share. We'll have some food and refreshments afterward. We'll give out some free books to the kids and so forth. So that's kind of our path that we're trying to head to, to you know, bring more people into our community and to outreach to the ones that are here. I don't know if any of you guys have been to the Juneteenth celebration, but it is usually like pretty packed there. And this year it was packed and it was so hot, yes. like so hot. And there was still a ton of people there. It's a good time. Yeah, definitely uh, expand it for the five days. 
I know a lot of people talked about it. I'm with a different lodge, and I know we funded it, and we thought it was we thought it was amazing with the people. We was at the 5K, and then also you guys do the Christmas in July, so you guys do a yeah. lot, you know, throughout the year. We definitely yeah. appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, this is our third year um, doing Juneteenth. We just started really doing it. So um, the first year was based strictly on donations. I mean, every year it's been based on donations. Uh, last year we did do the international uh, festivity where I don't know if you went to it or not, but it's like in April. And it's a different culture's food. You come and you get a taste, you pay, and there's entertainment and music there. And so you can go around to the different areas and taste different nationality food. And it's really nice. It's, uh, so we made a little on that for last year. Uh, we were given some donations, courses, the cost and the letter, threaten you, you know, <laughs> whatever we could do to get. So we have to operate in with whatever we get. That's what we stayed in to do with them. Any more questions? Thank you very much. And thank you. thank you for doing all that. It's a great tribute to our community. Yeah, great. So, so if you want to be in the parade, let me know. <laughs> Who doesn't love a parade? <laughs> uh, next on the list is the Keokuk Art Center. Hi, my name is Barb Edler. I'm the, currently the executive uh, director of the Art Center. And the Art Center would like support uh, to keep our nonprofit organization running. This year, we have uh, several things that are in the works. On February 9th, we'll have a date night with the library for couples to come in and paint a tile. Uh, we provide monthly uh, exhibits for artists. This month, it's Joe Morgan, a photographer in uh, the community. And next month, we'll have Julia Hayes, who is also a local artist. And, and March is a women's month, so we'll have a variety of women artists. And I have the entire year filled with generally local people to celebrate the arts and help create arts. Uh, yesterday, we just started our YMCA art club program that Martha Neff is helping with this month. And she's also an artist in residence who will help students in middle school create a mural for the pocket park that's um, being developed with the Main Street program. Uh, we just got our 3D printer in and that was purchased through a grant through the Keokuk uh, youth services. So people will be able to design things and bring it in on a disc and we'll print it for them. And on February 28th, uh, Kyle Combs, a person from Hamilton, who is a 3D person who you might may see him if you see him at vendor events, he's going to do a tutorial for kids 12 plus uh, about uh, design and which is part of STEM, and every, anybody who knows me knows I was a teacher here for a long time. And so at the end, when I was doing the TAG programs, that's a big push. 
is understanding the engineering design and the whole 3D printing type thing lends itself to that perfectly. Um, we also have had resident uh, artist things going on earlier this year with the kids making Christmas ornaments at GW and at St. Vincent's. And we plan on a big event June 8th as art in the park. So we're trying to do a lot to collaborate with uh, lots of different people and we're always open for uh, things that people would like to see happen. So we just would like the hotel, motel support. Thank you. Thank you, Barb. Um, Lee County Historic. Good evening. Anyway, first of all, I want to say thank you for your community service, you guys. It's a rough job and a lot of reading, I know. Anyway, uh, the Historical Society was established in 1956, and they bought the house, the Miller House, in 1965, and we've been working on it ever since. Uh, one of our reasons that we're looking for some money from you, about $7,000 is what we've risen out, um, is that we need some help. We've been working with other organizations in the community. We've loaned out items that we have had in our archives. We have, uh, we, we, that's what I was just telling them. Back Alley Band was one of our, was on our front porch and they dropped some of their heavy equipment and broke the porch. So we need the porch floor replaced, which is kind of a try to get a contractor, right? Um, anyway, so we've been here. If you've gone to school in third and fifth grade in Keokuk, you've probably been through the house. We do do school tours on a regular basis and private tours uh, when requested by others. And there's a number of people from out of state that come and want to see the house because of the designation of Justice Miller's. Um, what else am I going to say? We work with other community services. I've handed out some of the things. We did a, a program this year uh, for two days called Untold Tales of Keokuk. And if you didn't come, I'm sorry for you. Try for this year's. You know, this, there's so many wondrous things of our prolific history in Keokuk area that people are not really aware of. And so we are, we're trying to get that notice out that you are more educated by our history than you know. Um, our big thing this year is we are working on a program where we're going to bring in, there was a, uh, a very illuminating autobiography of Justice Miller called Justice of Shattered Dreams. This was written by a man named Michael Ross, who's a professor at the University of Maryland, and he is really anxious to come and see Justice Miller's house and his area. So we're working on working on trying to get a program together for that and uh, You'll be astonished at what you didn't know about Justice Miller, because I didn't know about Justice Miller. Um, let's see. Well, I don't know. We just we're just working as or go where well we're inventorying and designating our artifacts all the time. We have a lot of paper. We have a lot of items that just need somebody help 
somebody's help to identify and put in categories. And that's, we've, well, we've contacted a woman out of Chicago who is a expert on home, um, historical societies and home museums. And so he's, she's going to come down. We're working with Neil, what's his name? Neil Vogel. Neil Vogel on working on the house itself as, as, <laughs> as it needs, as it needs repair and reparation. Um, I don't know. I, th I'm hoping that all of you have been to the house. And if you haven't, just contact me or contact Angela Gates at the library and we'll be glad to show you through. Thank you very much for your consideration. Thank you, Sue. Okay, the next one is Historic Preservation Commission of Keokuk and um, Kip Myers is the director and he uh, is not here tonight because he got ill. So I'm gonna run through it real quick. Um, they're asking hotel motel tax for five thousand. Um, we're about they are about at reaching the goal to start the reconstruction of the Benjamin Bodden House. We hope to start the um, foundation in um, spring as soon as um, we can be digging. And of course, uh, we are going to have a couple fundraisers to help out to get a, some of the um, outside of it going. We did deconstruct and we did keep the majority of materials that were salvageable. Um, the other plan is to work on the wall around the um, piece of property there too. So we have, we have somebody that seems to think those, I, those stones are theirs and they seem to be disappearing. So we're gonna have to do something real quick there. Um, the other thing that we uh, did just in this, over the winter was we did apply and got our 501c3 and um, we are at the present time, we had a meeting tonight and we are going to do the CLG so that it can be used throughout the community for anything historical and the historic commission will be paying for it. There is a small building up on uh, High Street, 418 High, that the city is looking at, trying to get at a 620, uh, 657. And if they get that and the liens are removed, then we will take that over to fix the back wall, um, make sure that it um, has a uh, plaque on it designating the history of it, put like a bench and maybe it at some point it would be, you could go there, read a book, walk down to the um, the city, I mean the library park and kind of connect it there. So there are things in the works. Um, we have also are looking at some historical um, mural stuff um, for down at the riverfront. So there's a lot of things going on and they are requesting $5,000. Thank you. Okay, last but not least, come on up, Kirk. You have to follow all us women. <laughs> I'm Kirk, Kirk Brandenberger with the uh, uh, Keokuk uh, Area Convention and Tourism Bureau. And uh, we ask, uh, are asking this year for 138000 which is exactly the same as we got last year. And so uh, last year, uh, the hotel motel tax brought in $324,327.10. And so they were trying to keep it a fair amount and plan on doing so. Um, the... Uh, 
mission statement for the Keokuk Area Convention and Tourism Bureau. The mission of the Keokuk Area Convention and Tourism Bureau is to enhance the economic welfare of the tri-state area, especially Keokuk, through the promotion of the area as a destination for meetings, conventions, group travel, and individual tourists. And we think we have done that thus far. Uh, the three, the, the 324, uh, 320, uh, 324, 327, uh, was an all-time record for hotel motel tax in Keokuk. And I just want to mention one thing about, uh, Eagle Days, uh, that we've, I don't know if you mentioned the photography contest that we're having. Uh, it, we're the first, uh, this is the first year and we're trying it. We got, we got nine entries so far on that. So that's pretty good. So, uh, and there may be some come in tomorrow, but uh, anybody has a great eagle picture, bring it down. Eight by 10. Professional and amateur. Yeah. I don't know if anybody went last year or has been, but last year out at um, the First Christian Church, it was really, really nice everything was really great and there was a lot of displays a lot of art a lot of pictures a lot and the bringing in the birds and learning all about it it's a great educational thing for people and this year should be even better because there's more birds <laughs> and, uh, it, it'll be on the uh, their big screen out there uh, all, uh, the, the uh, uh, lock and dam camera will be on out there on the big screen and People sit, they pulled up chairs and watched it last year. They were just mesmerized. I think the the little kids just love the bug zoo. Yeah, they're always looking. At, Shelly's daughter last year. I don't. How long did you? How long did it take to get her out of there, Shelly? She uh, she didn't fight too much, but a little bit. You know, she actually just kept on running away. So you know, <laughs> it's a good it's a good experience for kids of all ages, including we, including all of us. Now we we you know when we first brought the. Uh, insect zoo down from Iowa State. We thought we'd have them a year or two, and that's then we'd go on to something else. And you know, so, there's been comments about you know we're gonna have something else at Eagle Days. Is what, what do you what do you take away? It, the bugs we can't take away because the, the the kids just love them, love them or hate them, and the eagles we can't take away either. So and, and that fills a day, you know. So uh, we've we've tried, looked at other other uh, types of animals, but what do you get rid of? So I, th I think it's a great turnout. The schools are going tomorrow. Uh, I know my little guy's excited. He calls it tarantula and eagle day. He, he, <laughs> he likes the bugs. <laughs> we, we've got about 500 kids. Uh, if, they, if they don't, school is called off because of weather, but about 500 are going to come. So. That's a great thing. Thank you. Thank you very much. With that being said, we're done for the night. Workshops adjourned. <laughs>